David. Connor. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. And good morning to all you lovely listeners at home, and welcome back to yet another funky, fresh episode of the stinkiest podcast in town that we dub David. Thanks, That's right. How are things going over there, David? Pretty, pretty solid. Um, it has been pretty warm, like relatively pretty warm. Um, it's like the 50s today. Mm-hmm. Um, to my roommates and I, like we went out after class and played some basketball. Ooh, um, I think it's supposed to be in the 50s again tomorrow and Wednesday. Wait, no, Wednesday's tomorrow. Um, and Thursday. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty nice. Hell yeah! It's coming. Then wait, sixty six next Tuesday. Dang! Heck yeah! That's the life. That's exciting. Yeah. It I think is going to be similar here. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been nice today. High of sixty tomorrow. Um, sixty six on Tuesday. Yeah, but it's gonna rain. So that's kind of the payoff I've started to notice like if it's gonna be nice during this time it's probably going to rain <laughs> but um yeah pretty good weather recently um the only downside has been that there's been some ice um but besides that it's been pretty good um I'm glad that we've been having some nice weather because it has been just such a such a miserable couple of weeks when it was like zero and all that so right. um it also like snowed um a couple of days ago <laughs> like it snowed really hard so the fact that it's nice now is really appreciated actually um anyways so i this movie was actually was not my first pick for this um i really wanted to go with the movie underwater that came out in 2020 um mainly because it's basically just underwater alien and i think that's really funny um and it got like completely forgotten to time but um i realized that there's just some movies that i think i'm the only one who finds interesting so i thought to myself i said we got to find a movie that i feel like is more interesting than something like underwater like a movie that like demands attention but didn't get any you know what i mean not a movie that like underwater where like it didn't even want attention it's clear that it came out and was like i know i exist and then left you know, it didn't even want attention. So I was like, what movie What movie fills that bill that's like, demands attention so badly, but I don't think about much anymore. Um, and <laughs> then I saw Kevin James's stupid face and I was like, this is the movie we've got to talk about. <laughs> so the movie I've selected is, of course, as you assume, as you probably already have guessed since you've tapped on the episode, zookeeper from 2011 starring kevin james and an assorted collection of of uh comedians so including uh, joe rogan <laughs> that was another really pretty weird reveal um i gail played by joe, joe rogan yeah gail was played by joe rogan the like, oh the ex yeah, the ex-husband yeah so that was a really weird reveal <laughs> um so this is just one of those movies that like I'm sure people still think about and they think of like crappy, uh, you know, crappy comedies from the 2010s, but I feel like it's not like one of the 
big names. Like, when people are making fun of these movies, they make fun of, like, Jack and Jill. They make fun of Pixels. They make fun of, like, the comedies like that are a little bit bigger. Even Paul Blart is kind of more clowned on than this. So I feel like we need to do, we need to at least talk about it a little bit. Um, because, man, you can't ignore a movie like this. David, what are your memories about Zookeeper? Um, pretty, pretty limited. Um, I was telling Jamie about, like, me watching this movie, and apparently, like, she, um, like, used to watch this movie a lot with her family. Ah. Like, when she was younger. Wholesome. Um, and, like, she, like, actually believed that, like, animals could talk. <laughs> um, so she talking to her dog. Um... But yeah, anyways, um, I don't have I don't have any like nostalgic connection to this movie. I I barely remember it coming out. Um, really? I think. I mean, I, no, I, I remember it coming out kind of. Um, I guess it was just one of those movies, kind of like the like any of the like Adam Sandler adjacent movies, mm-hmm. where like when I when did this come out? Two thousand and eleven. Okay. I don't know. I, I like this and like grown up. Like, yeah. Like I, I, I just remember like these movies like seeming so, so cool. You know, like really? I thought like, <laughs> yeah, like I thought like grown ups was like, it would be all the cool kids would watch, you know, it's like, oh, grown ups, it's PG 13. Like, that's funny. Like, <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever said that before. This would be the first time anyone's ever said that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, like it just seemed like such a cool thing to like watch, watch, watch these movies. Like I, I didn't really have a justification for it. It was just like, I, I guess it was more just like association of like, the kids I thought were cool in school watched these movies. Sure. And so, therefore, I thought these movies were cool. I don't know. No, that's valid. Um, I, I could see that. Yeah. So, that's that's kind of my uh, historic connection to... Right. Also, before, before we hop into this, I, I just discovered something that I want to share with you. So... Go to zoo, look up Zookeeper 2011 and look at some of the images because I just noticed something very funny. So, there's like the same couple of posters that come up for these images. One is the Zookeeper picture of him in front of the door and all the animals behind the door. Then there's another one where he's getting pushed towards Rosario Dawson by the animals, right? Uh, those are like the two big posters you see a lot of. You scroll a bit downwards and there's this poster of Kevin James on a roller coaster with the gorilla. Do you see that? Um, yeah, I what is up with that? Like, that's just straight up false advertising. That does not happen in the movie. Um, and if yeah. you scroll down even further, there's another one where they're all in like a log flume ride and it's all the animals. What's up with that? <laughs> that's not in the movie either. <laughs> um, and there's also like the teaser image that says zookeeper. That's like, uh, it's like the, it's just the like cover archway of the zoo. That one I actually remember seeing. Um, cause I was, when I was a kid, I used to love looking at movie posters, like at, in the theaters, you know, like they tell all the posters of upcoming movies and 
I remember when this one went up there, this was the poster that they had at Regal, um, which was, it just said, it just said, you know, Kevin James, welcome to his jungle. And it's just the zookeeper name. And then like the archway, which is a cool teaser poster for a stupid comedy. Um, <laughs> anyways, I just wanted to point out the roller coaster and log for the ride one. Cause that's really funny. Um, anywho. It has the, uh, uh, it's got the monkey from, uh, Kevin James wrestling movie. Are you sure there was a monkey in wrestling in the Kevin James wrestling movie? Because remember, I, that was like a fake memory so for you. Cool. Yes, it's, it's a fake memory. Because <laughs> it was Here Comes the Boom, right? That was the movie that you insisted was the final wrestling movie. I, I think, I think so. Okay, so to those who aren't aren't understanding, so me and David once discovered that David has some sort of fake memory of a Kevin James movie where it was some sort of wrestling movie where he got hit or was fighting against one of those little capuchin monkeys. Um, yeah. And it was like the, it was like the, did you say it was like the payoff of the trailer? It was like the end of the uh, trailer they did that? No, I thought it was like a scene in the movie. Okay, so just scene in the, okay. Um, or like he, or like he, he, he's boxing or like wrestling or with a, with a monkey. <laughs> so we, we thought it might be the movie Here Comes the Boom. But I don't think there's a monkey in that. Um, but this one does have a monkey. Um, it does. I think what honestly my theory is, is that you're mix you're mixing a couple of movies together. You're mixing uh, Night Museum because that obviously had the monkey bits in it. Um, this movie, and then here comes the boom. Um, kind of like how there was that Mandela effect of people assuming there was a movie starring Sinbad called uh, called Shazam, where he played a genie. Yeah. But it was actually, you know, Kazam with Shaq. Um, right. I think it might be something like that. Um, except you're the only one. You're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Unless maybe, maybe, you, maybe you're not. Maybe this, this podcast will go viral and then this movie will reappear. This mystery Kevin James movie where he gets hit by a monkey. Maybe, maybe. Anyways, do you want to talk about the movie? <laughs> yeah. What did you think, yeah. Dave? What, uh, what did you What did you feel like coming out of the movie? What were you feeling? Um, I I thought that it was a movie. Um, like it, it really wasn't anything special. Um. I mean, like you, you can predict the, the what's gonna happen at the end, like a mile away, right? Um, but I don't know. It's, uh, I thought I thought it was a pretty wholesome movie. Um, at some points, I thought the beginning was pretty wholesome. Like after 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 he gets rejected, I, I thought like his relationship with the animals is kind of wholesome. And then the animals started talking. <laughs> and and then I was like, this this is weird. I, I don't I don't like how the animals talk. Because it doesn't really add anything. Right. The animals are purely like comedic relief. They play no part but what do you mean? They build his confidence. They teach him how to oh my they teach him how to let out his inner bear. Oh my god. <sighs> so uh, I remember when I was watching the re- I was rewatching this with my roommates and I hadn't seen this movie since it came out so I re- well maybe I watched it a little bit after it came out but the point is I hadn't seen it in at least six seven years and I was like 
I don't remember if the animals talk or not. I remember the gorilla does, but I don't remember if it's all the animals or just the gorilla. And the instant that they start talking, <laughs> my roommate Ryan, he goes, wait, they talk? What? And he looked so disgusted that this is the movie we're going to watch now. Uh, keep in mind, he, he just he loves these kind of he loves stupid comedies like this. But the instant he learned that they talked, he was like, "Nope, we're done." So that's about the impression that I also had too when I remembered that they talked. Um, yeah. So, what did you did you, how, on the on the gigolo meter on the laugh meter? What would you give it? Did you laugh a bit? Um. No. No. Not really. <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I, I the, the humor really wasn't all that funny. Um, like I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's like it's very like very like immature kind of humor. You know, it's like it's Kevin James acting like an animal. You know, like acting like a bear or peeing on stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like. I don't know. It, it's 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 funny if you're a kid. It, it's one of those movies. You know, you know what this movie is? It's one of those movies that like you're you like it's like a birthday party, and like you have like your friends over, and like you just throw this movie on in the background. Yeah. And no one's watching you. Yeah. This and is a, this is a dentist movie that. for sure. It is a background birthday party movie. That is what this. Movie yeah, is. absolutely. Um, <laughs> that the funny thing is when you say that, I'm also reminded of Mr. Popper's Penguins. That also yes. gives me a vibe. Yes. Possible future things take at some point. Um, but <laughs> yes, um, I agree with that sentiment. Um, I was actually this is better that it's better than I remembered it being, but not by a lot. Um, and the, really the only reason why it's better than I remember it being is solely because of one segment of this movie that I found strangely very funny. Um, and that was the fucking, <laughs> the TGI Friday's bender that he went on with the gorilla. <laughs> I don't mean to be like low common denominator humor because this whole movie is genuinely just the most easy lowbrow humor it's very like you said very kid friendly it feels like it's appealing to no one it's very dead <laughs> but i think <laughs> gorillas are funny <laughs> my monkeys are funny and the, just the, just something about how he goes into a TGI Fridays and everyone is strangely okay with him dressed as a gorilla and he orders 30 oranges and he's like partying with everybody and he's slow dancing with a lady. And I don't know. It's it's not like funny, but it's like funny, you know? Um, I was watching it with my roommates and I don't know why, but I found that pr- I was I was kind of giggling a little bit and I was like, this is very entertaining um that was that's the only reason it's better than i remember because this movie is also host to my least favorite comedy trope which is main character becomes a douchebag for no reason and all of his friends hate him for it and then he has to go and redeem himself i really don't like that arc i think it is very stupid and it's it's very much a kids show thing like i remember a lot of kids shows doing this back in the day which is weird Mm. that a movie that is 
a PG comedy that I guess is meant to be for everybody is doing a trope that children's TV does. But it's a really lame trope. I It, it bugs me a lot because it, it basically... It takes any character development that you have already done and it kind of throws it out the window because, like, it's... Yeah, like, you could be like, oh, man, I lost myself a little bit. But, like... <laughs> That's just clearly not what's happening because he's just becoming like a very superficial douchebag. Like it's not a realistic transformation at all. So it just kind of feels like he becomes mean for no reason. And like, you know, the obvious outcome, he's obviously going to get better and he's going to apologize and stuff. And it's just, it's a very, not, not only overdone, it's just very, very stupid. So I, that bugged me a lot. And when I was getting to that point, I'm like, don't do this. Like at this point in the movie, it was so late in the movie, I was like, there's no way they're going to throw in this arc now, and they do it, and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, and, it, and like, this movie is, like, an almost two hours long. Yeah, like, hour 45, 49, maybe? Way too long. Mm-hmm. Way too long for a movie like this. Like, there are just so many scenes that I believe that they could have cut out. Absolutely. Um, so many characters you could have cut out. Like, Ken Jong was one of the zookeepers. He just did oh, nothing. Oh, yeah. He made a joke about someone trying to reach into his pockets, and then he tried to kiss Zoe Saldana. That was kind of it. Like, you could have cut him out. You could have cut half of those animals out. Like, the Maya, the Maya Rudolph screaming giraffe didn't need to be there. <laughs> Just saying. And that was, that was very, very unnecessary. Absolutely. Um, how do we feel about Kevin? Kevin... Kevin. Kevin James. Oh, <laughs> Come on, um, what other Kevin are we talking about, Mr. James? Maybe one of the animals is named Kevin. No, he's know. not King James. Uh, he's Squire James. Squire <laughs> James. I feel like he, um, I feel like LeBron would hire uh, would hire Kevin James to be like his like weekend comedian. He comes to his parties on the weekends and he does like a stand up. <laughs> And they're like, ah, ah, thank you, Squire James, and send him away. Or maybe it's like, I guess it's more like Jester James, which is a much more fitting name because it's a, it's a, you know, um, it has two J's. <laughs> Forgetting the word. Yeah. Back, but anyways, continues. How do you feel about bald Kevin James? Because he's bald now, you know. Yeah. He's, he's, this is like mature Kevin James. He's grown into himself a little bit. Um, yeah. And he played a neo Nazi in 2020, so he's doing serious movie roles now. Um, Mm-hmm. Although was he also he was he was in he was in Hoobie Halloween right? You are <laughs> so maybe maybe not serious cinema. Anyways, please share your thoughts on Kevin James. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought I thought he was I thought for what this movie was, I thought he was solid. I mean, this movie really didn't ask much of him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he was kind of just, like, I wouldn't say he's being himself, but, like, it it, it, it didn't feel like a, a role that stretched him as an actor. Yeah. You know, it, it just seemed like something that, like, he was doing because it seemed fun to do. Mm-hmm. You know, which, you know, I'm not going to, like, bash on someone for taking a role that they just think could be fun, you know? So, I mean, I thought for for what it was worth for like what this movie is and what it was trying to do. I thought he did a solid job. Um, what do you think? Real quickly before I answer your question, 
2022, he played in a movie called Home Team where he played Sean Payton. Like, the Broncos head coach, oh, Sean Oh, yeah, Payton. I think I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> so, that's weird. Um, anyways, also, uh, Taylor Lautner is in it, which is strange. Um, anyways, uh, I think Kevin James... I, I think we need to have... We never had a conversation about Kevin James because I don't think we've ever actually talked about him on the show um i've watched a little bit of king of queens like a very little bit because my roommate had it or my roommates have had it on a couple times i and i figured out that i think kevin james is one of those actors that he's not and he has the charisma and he's not annoying in my opinion but he isn't in anywhere near a star actor or a star comedian i feel like Kevin James starring in movies feels like they picked the safest option because he won't be he won't be like a complete bomb. But he is nowhere near the like unique image or like energy or enough to be like a real leading guy. So every time I've seen him as a lead in a movie, I look at him and I'm like, just go you should be on TV. You should be doing a sitcom. Kind of like Jerry Seinfeld. I actually kind of feel the same way about Jerry mm-hmm. Seinfeld, just not quite as Jerry Seinfeld has more energy than he does and more interesting stuff than he does. But I feel like I just see him and I'm like, You're not in your element. And I feel like he starts to know it. Like, especially when it comes to dramatic scenes or and it's not that he's bad in dramatic scenes or like serious scenes. It's just like it doesn't feel like he's in it. Like, it feels like he's just there because they need the script to do it. He doesn't... I just can't ever imagine you watching a Kevin James movie and being like, Kevin James was the standout. He just doesn't typically, <laughs> he just doesn't typically do that. He's not bad. Like, I almost I almost feel bad clowning on him so hard. It's, I feel like I'm more... It's more like I'm clowning on his movies than I'm clowning on him. Because he's just... He's just there. He is... He is the salt and pepper that you put onto your food. Like, it does. It doesn't make it that much better. Well, actually, that's no. That's actually a bad description because he does actually. That makes things better. It's kind of like yeah. It's kind of like garnish. Like you put it on to make it look a little better, but you don't eat it. Like it's not actually adding anything to your meal, but it's there. I don't hate him. I just. He's not. He shouldn't be star. And I guess he's taken the hint. He's no longer starring in a lot of big comedy movies. But like Adam Sandler, for all that you can fault him for, puts it all out there, and he demands leading guy energy, even when he's being stupid. You know, uh, Billy Madison, um, or not Billy? Yeah, no, not Billy Madison. Uh, what is? Yes, Billy Madison. I'm right. It's, it's, it's Billy Madison. I get. Yeah. It's yeah. because their production yeah. company is Happy Madison. Which is a mix of Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison, so I start getting them mixed up because of that. So yeah, it's not he's not obnoxious Billy Madison, but like, it, I don't know, like he still demands their attention, you know. Like Adam Sandler, for all his faults, is a leading man, and he will always be. But Sandler, or not Sandler, Kevin James just is not, and as a result, I don't love I don't love seeing him on screen, but I I'm never like disgusted, you know. At least I haven't been yet. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he's just he's just one of those guys. Um, in terms of performances, I wouldn't say. I guess we're ignoring the real performances of the movie, which is all of the celebrities they got to voice the damn animals. 
Um, like, they, they, the movie has pretty decent star power in its actors. You know, it's got Kevin James, it's got Zoe Saldana, it's got Ken Jeong, it's got a Leslie Bibb, and it's got, or Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann or Leslie Bibb? Leslie Mann, I think. Um, and it's got, uh, of course, Joe Rogan, <laughs> if only we'd have known. But um, the voice cast, obviously, is what you come here for. Um, but they also got some really random people to do it. Like, Sylvester Stallone sh- as the lion, sure. Like, I've never heard Sylvester Stallone's voice and thought lion, but I can see it. That's valid, I suppose. Um, Maya Rudolph is just obnoxious as the giraffe. Is it just me? I really hope that's not what she's doing. But is she trying to do some sort of, like... Is she trying to be, like... Is she being racist? Like, is she trying to do some sort of, like... Like, stereotypical, like... You know... like the, the, I don't... She's doing some sort of, like, stereotypical African-American lady thing. I don't know. It's really weird. Like... I can't tell what she's trying to do with this voice. She's just kind of screaming the entire time. But the longer she does it, the more I'm trying to figure out what she's trying to do. And it almost sounds like she's trying to, like, mock the, like, stereotypical, like, loud African-American ladies trope. Which is very bad if that's what she's doing. Did you get that impression or am I just, like, losing my mind? Um, I wasn't really paying attention to it too much but i don't know it just point is i won't linger on it i guess but it made me very uncomfortable and she was just obnoxious so i'm glad she's gone same thing with same thing with um adam sandler adam sandler was a really in my opinion i don't know what your thoughts are on it i thought he was a really bad choice for the monkey like he was just a not a good voice to fit with that monkey i don't know what the deal was i didn't even know he voiced the monkey He's, he's doing, like, his, like, Dracula voice that he, like, oh, not the same as his Dracula voice, but, like, he's just this really, like, gravelly, stupid voice. <laughs> I don't, the monkey voice is, he, I don't know why he does this voice. I never liked it, but it's not a good fit for this monkey. Like, I don't know why it's so gravelly and loud. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I wasn't really a fan. Like I said earlier, I wasn't really a fan of any of that. Any of the animals, I, I don't really know why they had them. Right. Uh, Cher was the lioness, which is weird. <laughs> they got a singer to, to voice it. I mean, granted, she's also an actress. She's won an Oscar. But, like, weird, weird casting to have Cher play the uh, the lioness. Um, they did have her sing, though, in the credits. So, I guess there's that. Um, yeah. And then Nick Nolte as the gorilla, which... His voice does sound like a gorilla's voice. I'll give him that. Um, I, that's actually the one casting I did distinctly remember. Like, I'll, I hadn't seen this movie in so long, but I did distinctly remember that Nick Nolte voiced the gorilla, which is a very strange thing to remember, but here we are. Um, what else? Um, I thought... What did you? What, what were some other thoughts you had? I feel like I've been talking at you a little too much. Um... We think. Um, oh, the whole like basically the whole plot of the movie. So, um, the, so, yeah, the things that happened sucked. <laughs> right. So, um, Kevin James, he gets rejected um, 
like is like his girlfriend. He proposes to her and she rejects him. And you know, five years later, still working at. Well, he works at a, a zoo. Right. Five years later, he still works at the zoo. Um, and then like it's his brother's birth. Uh, his wedding. Oh yeah. Coming yes. up. Yeah. Um, and so. Kevin James, he gives a speech and his uh, ex-girlfriend is there and she's like trying to get back with him uh, and yeah. Kevin James is like very like standoffish and then like the animals give him the courage to like finally like go up and talk to her and when he gets the courage like the ex-girlfriend's like ex-boyfriend shows up which is joe rogan joe rogan um and so then, then like it makes me like wonder what was the whole point of like her chasing him yeah. for that brief moment i agree if he's gonna end up with joe rogan um and so then kevin james tries to make the ex-girlfriend jealous by getting with um uh, what, what's her name? Um, Rosario Dawson? Yeah. Oh, Zoe Saldana. Oh. But yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, and so that happens. And um, then he like wins over. Oh, it is Rosario Dawson. Oh, my God. What the hell was I thinking? Jesus Christ. I spent that entire movie thinking it was Zoe Saldana. Holy shit. What the f- what the hell is wrong with me? I'm sorry. Wow. I've met Rosario I mean, Dawson. Jesus both Christ. They were both in like No, I don't live action Disney Plus shows. Wow. <laughs> That's a bad look on my part. I think it's just cuz I'm not used to seeing Zoe Saldana's face. Because she's obviously always either green or blue. Um, <laughs> but you know what? That's not an excuse. That's just bad on my part. <laughs> wow. Continue. Sorry about that. Jesus. Like, um, I, I, during the movie, too, I was making comments about it being Zoe Saldana. And my, and my, <laughs> my roommates were making, were like, they, they, were, they were both were like, it doesn't really look like her. <laughs> I should have known. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. sorry. Continue. No, you're good, you're good. Um, and so then he ends up, like, winning over the ex-girlfriend um, when Kevin James, like, leaves the zoo and he ends up working for his brother's dealership and then he hates the job and leaves uh, the ex-girlfriend after she proposes to him and then Kevin James ends up with Rosario uh, um, Dawson. Um, that's that's the plot of the movie. Um, so it's, it's it's a rom com. Um, I I don't know, I don't know why. Like, so many kids movies are just like so obsessed with like romance. I I, I feel like the reason why like so many young kids I just like in our generation were like 
so like they wanted to like date so badly is because of these movies that pushed romance so heavily at least that's my theory mm-hmm. um it, it's it's unnecessary like let kids be kids um but <laughs> no I, I digress yeah i i kind of agree I've, I've had this opinion for a little while but i usually point it towards disney like it's weird that we started pushing that so early um it's just a very strange cultural thing i don't really know why we ever did that um my only thought is is that like it was something like it was just that like fairy tales always had some sort of romance angle and then it became like since disney became the name for and the face for romance or for kids stuff it was like since that's the the main thing they focused on it must be what kids like um i don't really know um it was a really strange thing and we still like we're kind of moving away from it but there is still a level of like romantic there's always like one romantic character and stuff um i don't know it was a weird era but we're getting a little better yeah yeah also i think i think you're just saying this because now that you now that you're in a relationship you're like oh love's overrated yawn it's not nearly it's not nearly as like you know exciting and new and i'm like yeah i'm sure it's not for you no. spoiled ass yawn some of us out here looking for our uh looking for our one true love and you're sitting there like sitting pretty oh my god <laughs> yeah right that now i bet you god. feel like a problem don't you <laughs> oh my god um, no no i am i am still very indifferent if i was single or in a relationship i'd be saying these same things um, whatever whatever Oh my god! If I end this call you know, and I get a text in a couple of days about like you're like, oh man, I sure do love being in a relationship. I would be like, yeah, huh, buddy. Remember when you were <laughs> different on that? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, um, yeah, like the whole like romantic interest thing was kind of like the main plot, and then the animals were like the subplot, and yeah, I don't know. Um, like I said, it's. It's a movie you you throw on in the background of a birthday party. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it just it it's so juvenile. It's very poorly written and obnoxious. And it's got a lot of silly, dumb jokes. Um, it has Rose uh, Rosario Dawson, not Zoe Saldana. It still pisses me off that I didn't catch that. Um, but it's still a, it's a harmless movie. I think, like I said, I thought it was really, that one little bit in the middle was kind of funny. So I, I will elevate this to not, uh, excruciating, but it was not, I wouldn't call it anything, any mandatory watch. Um, it it is what it is. Um, and what it is is Zookeeper. Wah! Um... So, I got a couple of quick questions for you. One, sure. Where do you feel this lands on the uh, think stink hierarchy? Um, man, I feel like I need like an updated list of all the. I sent it to you before. I've now made a, officially a letterbox list of of, of like my rankings. Um, I can. Uh, I'll send it to you real quick. Um, I mean, I have like an old. 
one from here i'll send you the I actually haven't added i've not yet added um i've not yet added this movie to it um but i will do so in a moment but here is the list if you can get access to it um we are this will be movie 44 we are almost to 50 that's crazy we are doing god's work <laughs> we're really resurrecting the dead here uh, it's not loading. It's not loading. Oh, okay. I, I have, I have, I have like an an older like, like a screenshot. I like screenshot. Yeah. This, um, is, this is my ranking though, unfortunately. So I guess you'll have to just generally eyeball it. I would say it's very like it's like mid of mid, you know, like in a, in a sea of mid to bad movies it's it's very mid you know mm-hmm. like i don't know this is most like a middle of the road movie i feel that we've watched like it's not like necessarily offensive but like i don't know it's not that good mm-hmm. um i don't know i'd say it's like in between, I put it in between, in between, in between, between, like, like, maybe, like, um, Piranha and Little Italy. Like, Little Italy is better and better than Little Piranha. Ben and hmm. That's valid. Um, I also I want to point out that the most mid film that we've watched by, in my opinion, by far, has got to be Ten Thousand BC. I I was looking <laughs> through this list. I was looking through this list and was genuinely thrown aback when I saw Ten Thousand Years, Ten Thousand BC. Like completely forgot. Granted, I watched it on a, I watched it on a plane, so that might have been part of it. But like, wow, that movie was mid as fuck. Um, I've now sworn three times I'm gonna have to make this episode explicit. But right. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I agree with you. It's not nearly as bad as I expected it to be. On the ranking that you see in front of you, I would probably place it um on the worst end of the mid, probably right right up there next to um Frankenfish, which is a good sentence. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty mid. I don't. I don't know. I. I think I will be looking back on this more. I guess more fondly in the sense that I won't be as egregiously offended as I thought I would be. Um, which is the right. I think that's the review they'll put on the back of the Blu-ray. But, um, yeah, that's about all I've got for it. Um, one final question. So I know we typically try to somehow shoehorn in LeBron James into these films. But mm-hmm. I think it's a little too easy. Here's my challenge for you, David. Which, if we were to put one of these animal characters into the movie Twister, which one would you pick? Or would, would you put Kevin James in it? Actually, you know what? No, no, let's take it back. I'm going to re- let me revise it. Let's say we put Kevin James and uh, one of these animals on a team together to go bust storms, like Twister style. What animal are you pairing them with? 
I mean, I think the gorilla is like an an easy. I mean, it's easy, but do you think the gorilla would really be a fun pair to go chase storms with? I mean, like, like look at, like, look at the. Let's look at the wolf character, for example. Like, pee all over the storm. Wouldn't that be funny? (laughs) Um, Right. Right. I think I think one of the bears could be could be fun. True. You know? We just both the bears would also maybe a pretty iconic. Both, both the bears. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kevin um, James or uh, not Kevin James. Uh, LeBron James can be the uh, the enemy storm chasers trying to steal the credit. Right. Um, I'm actually getting a note now. Um, apparently, uh, Universal is now suing us because we've just leaked the plot to Twisters. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, which, by yeah, the way, David, I, I want I want it known now. That movie comes out in the summer. I highly uh-huh. recommend you sometime find some time this summer to come down to West Lafayette because uh, I'll probably be spending a lot of the summer here. Um, and for that movie, so come down, watch it with me, and then we will do a full length episode on it. I think. Um, I feel like we have. We gotta go play by play. I'm gonna bring a friggin' notebook to the the movie and take notes. <laughs> like <laughs> this is gonna be a big deal. Um, so I mean, like the fact that one of our think stinks got a sequel. Yeah, it's just kind of. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's. <laughs> have you watched the trailer yet? Yeah, I have. I love the trailer for this movie because I have a very quick tangent about Twisters. It's really funny because. I when I first saw they were announcing the, the sequel for Twisters, I'm like, there's no way you can do a sequel to this movie because it's just a storm chaser movie. Like, it's just gonna be more storm chasing. It's not like the characters were so iconic that like they're gonna have like, oh, they're gonna come back or like their kids are gonna be in it. Like, they're not that iconic. So it's just gonna be storm chasers again. And sure enough, the trailer is just more storm chasing. I think they got the same like tech that they used in the first movie. Like, there's a couple of the same yeah, gadgets, they do. but like. That's it. It is. I, I watched this trailer and I went, "It's just more Twister," and sign me up, baby. Woo! This movie's gonna blow <laughs> me away. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited for that movie. Um, I think it'll be, it'll be, and also, also, David, as I'm sure you saw in the trailer, <laughs> there's two of them now, which is just yeah. the, that's exactly what this movie is. It's, it's, it's what Sharknado did. It's like, what do you do when, when there's a sequel to a storm movie? Put two of them in there and put an S at the end. I love it. <laughs> um, I can't wait. That's gonna be great. In a year of very mid looking movies coming out in the theaters, Twisters is gonna save our ass. Um, anything else do you want to talk about before we sign off about Zookeeper or Twisters or any any in movie information you feel you need to share? Um, no, not really. Maybe I'm kind of considering this. Like, should we continue to do questions related to the movie afterwards, or do you think we should use the end as like a as like a kind of an open floor to like just talk about movie sh- or TV show or video game news or information you just want to talk about, like just something like any. I feel like because we have recommendations once a month, basically, we have like a you know one time where we're allowed to talk about like anything. Should we just make? Should we ask just like one LeBron James related question and then move into like? 
um, talking about like information we want to talk about, like an upcoming album or a, a, a or like a movie you watched recently that is worth noting or something like that, you know, like I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it off the uh, off the mic, I guess. But like, I was thinking about that, like. We should, maybe we should think yeah. of some we should think of some new way to end these think stinks that um where we can of course keep in tune with the themes of the show but at the same time you know maybe uh maybe we don't ask the same questions about uh will the ranking especially when the movie get, list gets longer um it'll be harder to rank them um so i wonder uh, i wonder if that's what we should do what do you think yeah, I, th I think that's a solid, solid idea. I think I think it needs more, a bit more deliberation, but yeah, sure. yeah I think I think can definitely. Maybe we come, maybe maybe we we come to the episode with the strangest piece of media news we can find that has come out in the last two weeks. <laughs> we got to go look through and find just a weird piece of information, either <laughs> either a movie announcement or celebrity like celebrity uh like drama or something like weird stuff i don't know something like that <laughs> anywho um that's enough of me blabbering uh was there anything else you wanted to add before we sign off oh i don't think so well thank you guys so much for listening we do really appreciate it check us out on instagram what's that smell underscore you thinking again for all the updates on the show well we don't usually have too many updates but you can check us out there if you need to get any updates if we miss anything um thank you guys so much for listening as always really do appreciate you i have been david or no, i'm not david jesus christ i'm starting to steal your identity <laughs> i've been connor and david is david and thank you guys so much for listening to yet another episode of the podcast that we humorously entitle david what's this all you thinking again